as moms, when we're trying to take care of it all, when we're trying to do do everything that we need to do during the day, the quality of your sleep the night before can have a great impact on being able to carry out all the tasks of being a mom. Hello, and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show. This is your host, Alyssa Morton, and I am a mom of two, wife, event floral designer, serial entrepreneur, and becoming increasingly aware of the power of mindset. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I am on a mission to help empower moms to create a lifestyle of wealth, health, fulfillment, and happiness so that you can become the very best version of yourself and create a life that you love. Every week, I am bringing you along the journey with me as I overcome the barriers of limiting mindsets and create financial freedom for my family by sharing stories, strategies, and tips that I am learning daily through my life as a mompreneur. I hope that you will join the journey with me to create a life that you love too. Let's get into it. Everyone, I'm so excited to welcome Ani to the Making Mommy Move show. Ani has her very own podcast that I got to go on a couple weeks ago, and I'm excited to have her on our show now. We've got a really special topic in store today about trying to, I want to say like get all of those nasty thoughts out of your head when you're trying to go to sleep because we always, I know I have racing thoughts all the time. So I think that this is going to be beneficial for everybody. Ani, welcome to our show. Liz, I'm so glad to be here. It's exciting to connect again. <laughs> I know. Got a new friend. So tell us a little bit about your background before we dive into our conversation today. Sure. So my most important hat that I wear is I am a mom of six. And I also am a licensed therapist here in the state of Montana. And then I'm a life and wellness coach. And my professional world revolves around serving moms, specifically super moms who don't put themselves, who don't make the time for themselves and who have lost themselves since becoming a mom. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. And I'm excited to be on the show to share with you about sleep, because this is a topic that I am really passionate about because it is at the foundation of practicing good self-care. Yeah. And as a mom, I know that we all know that sleep can be hard to come by, especially in those early years when you've got babies and toddlers that go through regressions every three months to six months. I know we're in the thick of it still. My toddler is two and a half now and she still wakes up throughout the night, you know, like a couple times a night coming in and pulling on the sheets like, mommy, I want more milk or whatever it is. So I'm really excited to talk about this because anything that you can do to get to sleep quicker and make sure it's quality especially like if your kids are waking up throughout the night is so important. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah. And there's lots of resources out there like to help kids fall asleep, but. What's the first thing you do when you want to find a service near you? You search the company's website, right? Mama Media is a talented website and brand design company that truly creates customizable websites for professionals. They have a ton of valuable resources and connections that help you create compelling copy for your website, take beautiful branded photos that complement the website design, and support after your design intensive is complete so that anything can be adjusted to best suit your business needs as it continues to evolve and change. List Mommy Moves as your referral when you submit an inquiry at mamamedia.org and receive 10% off your website intensive. As moms, when we're trying to take care of it all, when we're trying to do do everything that we need to do during the day, the quality of your sleep the night before can have a 
great impact on being able to carry out all the tasks of being a mom. So it's important to look at our own sleep and how what are what we can do to improve that sleep so that we can be the best version of ourselves. Yeah. So let's start with like explaining a little bit about why we might have trouble sleeping and then what we can do to fix it. Sure. So there's quite a few reasons why we might not be getting the sleep or you might not be getting the sleep that you want and need. The one is our sleep hygiene. And this includes things such as making sure that our environment is set up for a good night's sleep. It can include our bedtime routine and what we do in order to prepare ourselves for sleep. It can include making sure that we are doing what we need to, to be able to properly rest and relax and get our mind and our body into that place. And we'll dive into more about getting your mind ready for bed, but really just making sure that you have kind of your ducks in a row, I guess I should say, right? So that you can get a good night's sleep. Because if those basic things aren't set up, no matter what you do, you're not going to be able to get that that proper sleep. So and what so, are the ducks? Like, yeah. let's yeah. break it down totally and completely. Yeah. So simple things like making sure that your room is proper lighting, right? Like using less lights or dimmer lights, the noise level, of course, you know, you want to make sure that you don't have a TV blaring. One of the things that happens is even if you're like, well, I can fall asleep with the TV going, it is still causing disruptions in your brain waves. Like your, your mind is still registering it and it's not getting the sleep that it needs. So that probably explains why you're waking up in the morning and Perhaps you've been tossing and turning all night because of any kind of noise or getting the temperature the right, getting your room the right temperature. There's like a certain range that I really should find this out because I talk about the temperature (laughs) and I'm thinking it's like 68 degrees around there. Like there's a range, of course, but having that optimal temperature so that your heart rate goes down, your body can enter into the state that it needs to be in order to get sleep. So making sure those kinds of things, you know, having the bedtime routine, just like baseball players get ready for a game by warming up. Likewise, we need to warm up to go to sleep. So it's unrealistic to think that you would be able to be cleaning the kitchen and then go to your bed and lay down and and fall asleep. Like that's unrealistic because you haven't had that transition time. We all need transition times. Mm -hmm. We talk about like toddlers, you know, getting them into that bedtime routine, like reading or getting a bath, you know, using lavender, reading a book, maybe doing a little bit of maybe prayers, whatever that nighttime routine looks like. But bringing it to our level and doing what do you need, doing it with intention and saying, what do we need to fall asleep to get ready for bed? And I would say the first step was to sit down and just do a brainstorm, like a brain dump of like, what are some activities that would be conducive to sleep for you? Maybe lighting a candle or doing some journaling or playing some calming music. You know, lullabies are a thing for kids, but they can be for us too. There's lots of technology nowadays, like you know, the Calm app or like there's different apps that are available that will actually create some white noise or will allow you to drift off to sleep in a peaceful way. So setting up your nighttime routine is one of those ducks that we need to put in a row so that we can get to bed and get the sleep that we need. That's a good place for us to start. Like that's the most important dog is to make sure that we have the right environment. So what's the next one after that? So once you have that right environment, we want to make sure that we're not doing other things in bed. 
because after a while doing those other things, your mind starts equating the bed with these other activities. And what I mean by this is like playing on your phone, watching television, even reading, doing those things, put work, doing work on your computer while you're like propped up with, with pillows on all sides might sound great, but it's going to start having an effect on your sleep because your mind and your body are going to start equating the bed with these other activities and it's no longer going to equate it to sleep. So you want to make sure that you are keeping those other activities out of the bedroom out of like out of the bedroom would be ideally and making sure that you're using the bed just for three activities if you're sick so for recovery for sex and for sleep the only three things that you need to be doing in bed if you want to make sure that if you're want to get that good night's sleep so making sure that your mind and your body are conditioned to equate the bed with sleep that's oh, another it. important thing i love it the three s's yeah <laughs> So, so the other thing is our worries, right? Which will take us into like what we're talking about today, because this is typical of moms. And that's why I, I actually created an entire course on sleep for moms, because we are, everyone worries, right? Like that's not unique to moms, but we do have a unique, our worries are unique about what we, what keeps us up at night. And it tends to affect us differently because, okay, I work with super moms, right? Moms who aren't making themselves time in the day. And that can affect your sleep because when your head hits the pillow at night, it's like your mind says, okay, now I can process the day. And so then you start thinking all about the day before, all that happened that day, all that's going to happen the next day. And we tend to worry about three different things. We, We worry about the everyday things like did I put my kids' permission slip in their school bag? I, you know, did I get that report done for work about the presentation, right? Like all of those things, that's the everyday things. You also worry about getting to sleep. Like I won't be able to sleep because of dot, 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 like because I took a nap or I won't be able to sleep because my husband snores. Like you're worrying about like all of these things that are going to prevent you from getting asleep, getting to sleep. And then the third thing is you're going to start worrying about the consequences of not getting enough sleep because it definitely impacts our next day. The mental clarity, you know, well, it's gone, right? (laughs) You're more apt to have that mental fogginess and it affects our mental capacity, our memory, like remembering and decision-making and our mood is greatly impacted. And all of this can impact our relationships. So we want to make sure that you're getting a good night's sleep. But when you start worrying about the consequences of not having a good night's sleep, like I'm not going to be able to do the presentation or I'm not going to score that client or I'm not going to, um, I'm going to mess up. I'm not going to be able to drive Susie to practice because I'm going to be too tired. Like you start worrying about the consequences. Working as a solopreneur and struggling to find the time and energy to do it all, especially when trying to grow your audience on all of the platforms. I outsource all of my content creation to Mama Media. They have a team of incredibly talented professionals to help me create and produce my podcasts, repurpose them on all the channels like YouTube, social media, and post it according to our schedule on all of the platforms that are best suited for my brand and my businesses. Use my code MOMMYMOVES when you inquire at mamamedia.org for 10% off your service. You can thank me later. So generally our worries fall into those three buckets. And one of the 
big ways of dealing with those worries is to give yourself time during the day to worry about it. And it sounds so simple, but when you're filling your day with so many tasks, the only time you're giving yourself your mind time to process what's going on in your life is when your head hits the pillow. And that's the time where you want to go to sleep. But yet all you can think about is all the things because your brain has to process it. We have to process what's going on in our life. But if you're not giving yourself that time during the day, it's bound to happen at some point. And most likely it's going to happen that time then when your head hits the pillow. Wow. Oh my goodness. So what can we do when all of these things are coming up? So the first thing I say is, you know, awareness. It's one of the best ways, like it's to understand your worries and become aware of what is happening because your worries are really just thoughts about the future or things about the day, things about things that you have feel like you have no control over. But when you start looking at those worries in a different light, you'll see that you do have control over them. It's just not at midnight. <laughs> Look at midnight. At midnight, it can spiral and you can start like you feel like you just have no control. And that's why those thoughts are keeping you up because you just feel like overwhelmed by all of them. They just seem huge to you. So being aware of what those worries are. And one of the things I always suggest is to just keep a pen and paper next to you on your nightstand and write down some of those worries. Like just turn on the little nightlight and just write down some keywords of those things that are happening that are racing through your mind so that you can deal with it at your worry time. And this again, sounds like silly, but it's actually been scientifically proven to have a worry time is so helpful and not an hour of worry time, limited to 20 minutes. Do it during the day when you're feeling more on like your heightened self, like you're, you're feeling at your best. So it might be one o'clock from one o'clock to one twenty. This is when I'm going to work on addressing my worries. So you want to do, you want to look at three things. Well, four things, actually. You look at three things and then we're going to bring in a fourth. So the first thing you want to do is what is happening right now? This is, it's called the ABCD. So the first thing is like the event. So you're lying in bed, thinking of the meeting that you have the next day with the potential client. This is your situation. This is the event that's happening. Belief. What do you think is going to happen? You start thinking about this presentation of the meeting that you have, and you start thinking, I need to land this client. She could hate me. I'll forget what I have to say. I'm not good at this job. I'm not a good salesperson, right? You go down, you go down the spiral or rabbit hole and like just start thinking of all of these things, like these possible outcomes of the situation. And then the consequence, how are you feeling because of this? And what is that intensity of that feeling? Like say on a scale of zero to 10, like with zero being, it's really not intense at all versus 10, like it is crippling. So maybe when you're laying here in bed, worrying about the presentation, you start worrying, you start thinking all of these thoughts or all of these worries, you start feeling discouraged, worried, disappointed, all of these feelings that start happening to you physiologically and emotionally. And you start going to that worst case scenario, right? Like that you're not going to land the client. So the next thing to do, so you have these, all of these things happening. And again, you're doing it not in bed because as you see, like if you, your worries are based on the beliefs that you hold. So there's going to be certain themes to these thoughts. So I encourage you to start tonight by just writing down the keywords of what the worries, what's running through your mind, and then plan time tomorrow, intentionally plan time. At one o'clock, you will deal with these worries. So you've got your piece of paper. I'm giving you a handout 
list. You can put it in the show notes. And this is going to help you organize and kind of go through this ABCD process that I'm talking about. And we'll help you see like, okay, what am I feeling? What's that intensity? What are those thoughts that I'm having? And then the final step is to dispute these thoughts, to dispute them. And this might mean, okay, so if the thought was you don't land the client, right? Is there alternative solutions? What evidence do you have that's going to say that you will land this client or that you will do well on the presentation. And it might mean some of your disputes might include, you already reviewed the slides. You've already taken great notes. You know your stuff. You've done presentations before. Like all of these things will be evidence that goes against those worries. So then that night, when you lie in bed and these things start coming up, you would have already done the work. You would have already assured yourself and collected the evidence that goes right against those worries so that you can remind yourself, I already worried about this. I already dealt with this at the time in my day that I do my best work. That it's not because you're not going to solve the world's problems at midnight. You're just not. I'm sorry to say that. You're not. (laughs) You're not. So you want to make sure that you are practicing self-compassion and giving yourself that grace. And and that's another thing. This thing is going to take practice. It's not a Lego thing that's going to happen one night. You're going to be like, okay, I'm not worrying anymore. It takes practice, but you have to give yourself space during the day to think about your thoughts, to think about what's keeping you up at night, like literally keeping you up at night and make sure that you're spending some time, like coming up with those possible solutions. It may not be the best solution, but that's going to come but you have to make the time for it. Yeah, I love all of this. I One of my favorite things, like especially when it comes to like all of these, I want to say just the worries, like your what if scenarios, like what if I don't land the client? What if I don't get the job? What if whatever, fill in the blank. And usually like, you have no reason to be thinking these things because you, like you said, you did the work, you prepared for it. But also it's like having that column that says, so what if this doesn't happen, then you're able to be proactive in the solution. And then it just dispels all of those worries because it's like, this is the consequence. This is what I'm going to do if this happens. So there's no reason to worry anymore. Right. It decreases the probability. Yeah. That's still possible. Like, but when you start coming out with the evidence that goes against it, you see, you realize that the probability of it happening is very it's very much decreased like it's always been decreased but in your mind it's blown up and here's another trick this like solution or this process can actually work for any of your negative thinking like you, you can go ahead and use this for any of this we're right now applying it to like our nighttime but here's something with that worst case scenario play the script to the end mm-hmm. that's actually a technique like say like well what if that happened then what and then just continue to ask yourself then what and you're going to come to this point where you're like, I'll still be okay. Like, it'll still be okay, even if your worst case scenario. But when it's all in your head, mm-hmm. it can seem like the end of the world. It just exactly. compounds. It does. <laughs> and it snowballs and you just feel like you're being crushed by all of these thoughts that are right. going on in your head and ultimately keeping you up at night. Yeah. So it's just really important to just be intentional and in making sure that you're giving yourself that time whether it's through journaling or counseling or like doing something that's going to help you become more aware of the thoughts that you're having and to be able to reframe them in a way that's healthier and that serves you better. Oh, this is so valuable. 
And thank you for giving that gift away for everybody that they're able to take and use because this will help them get a better night's sleep. Can you share any last, you know, pieces of advice or anything to keep them having the best night ever? Because, you know, we all need as much energy as possible. Sure. So I guess my big advice is, or my big, what I want you to take away from this is for all of you moms listening, and I'm assuming most of them are moms, unless we have a dad or two, (laughs) but really you are so important, like you matter. And I know that it can become all consuming to be able to take care of everyone else and everything like that's on your to-do list and everything that's vying for your attention these days. But I want you to realize like how important you are and know that it's okay to step back and make time for yourself. It is. like It's not even okay. It's absolutely essential because you can't expect to do your best work if you're not your best self. So I guess that's kind of a big thing, but I just want to make sure that message gets out. (laughs) That's an important message. I love it. Can you just share with everybody where they can find you, your podcast, plug it off? Sure. So Moms Without Capes, I'm on most of the social networks or platforms. Um, I also have a podcast by the same name, Moms Without Capes. So head on over and listen to that. And then if you're on Facebook, definitely come join the Moms Without Capes Facebook group. It is such an awesome community. We always have lots of things going on. I do a self-care challenge a few times a year. We've got a regular a book club that meets every month, you know, because we're a lots, lots of readers in there. And that's a great way to practice self-care. And we just have, you know, some social events, different events that go on constantly. I go live every week and helping you take off your super mom cape, giving yourself permission to take off that cape and give yourself some attention. Get yourself off the back burner. I love it. And I love the name. It's so great. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ani. It's been so great connecting with you again. Yes, likewise, Liz. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Making Mommy Move show. Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at, and I would really appreciate a kind and honest review of the show. That's how more moms will be able to find our podcast and listen in each week with you. Copy this link, share it with your friends on social media, I will be forever grateful. I'm so happy and proud of you for making the first mommy move by listening to the show. Until next time, I encourage you to keep up the momentum by continuing to make mommy moves along with me. Talk soon.